This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world. It is Sunday. Very, very slow day today, Omnia. <laughs> uh, I, f- I mean, I just feel like today is slow, but you know what's not slow, Omnia? What isn't slow? Apple and Samsung. I'll mm. tell you why. You know the old saying, Omnia, if you can't beat them, join them because Apple is working on a folding iPhone with a Samsung screen. You know what's crazy is you were just mentioning this on Thursday and I felt like you were calling it into existence and Sunday rolls around and Apple releases or at least a lot of rumors have been announcing that they are working on their very own folding iPhone. But coming up on Future Talk, we're also going to be talking all about Zoom. They're going to be introducing a two-factor authentication system, which is supposedly going to help increase uh, all of their privacy settings. Yes, an app has also revealed its own face mask design. And how soon are we able to buy it? Now, why would Apple want its own face why mask design? Why wouldn't? That's the question. That, I mean, that's the question. <laughs> what do they have in store for us? Now, Apple has its uh, its launch, its, uh, its announcement on the 15th of September. So we've got two more days to know what is happening with Apple and what do they plan for us this year and the next. Yes, indeed. Coming up on Future Talk as well, we're talking all about Android and how they are launching their Android 11. What are the most recent features that will be coming up with this update uh, from streamlined conversations to screen recording? A setting that I thought or an update that I thought they long had ever since iPhone released it. But sadly, that's not the reality up until today. And we're talking a lot about face masks because LG is developing a battery run face back face mask with a with an air air purifier to fight COVID-19. Yes, indeed. The newest face masks uh, are coming from the tech world and we can't wait to share them with you. Lots and lots is going to be coming up on Future Talk, so keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. We're constantly talking about Apple and Samsung being rivals, but little do we know, they do actually have a very long-lived collaboration. So many of us tend to think that since people either buy an iPhone or buy an Android, that these two companies must be going head-to-head against each other. But rumors has it that Apple has actually ordered a batch of foldable displays from Samsung, which actually suggests that it's working on a very or, or one of its very own foldable iPhones. Now, Apple is in the process of engineering an iPhone with a folding display that is very similar to the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold. Now, this is not coming straight out of Apple, but from from people who tend to analyze a lot of Apple's latest announcements. Yes, Omnia. Now, there's been a lot of rumors about what Apple is doing. Now, I did last week say that Apple should kind of release a foldable phone. Now, we did see the Razer and see the Samsung Galaxy Fold come out this year and a lot of people are speculating when is iPhone going to jump on it. Now we've seen uh, a lot of Samsung and Android devices being put 5G on it. Mm-hmm. And now we should have the next two days an announcement about the iPhone 12 if it does have 5G. But considering the fact that Samsung is a pioneer in this field and that the both of the brands have good business relations, see that even though they're, 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 they're rivals, they mm-hmm. do have good business relations. And it does make sense for Apple to rely on Samsung for supplying these foldable displays. Now, Samsung does have a history of being a key supplier to Apple 
providing the OLED screens for iPhones. So this isn't something new. They've always kind of been under the table uh, and not blatantly saying that, hey, we, we, we mm. buy our, our screens and stuff from Apple, but it's always been there. So I'm very excited to see what Apple does have in store because we know how Apple is. It'll get an idea and then perfect it. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you and I'm excited as well because as you mentioned, Hani, Samsung does have a history of constantly supplying for Apple. So actually the very first uh, OLED iPhone was the display of it was supplied by Samsung back in 2017 and Samsung display actually provides about 80% of the OLED displays that will be used in this year's iPhone 12 lineup. Now, uh, Samsung is considering a move to start to step up the production of its foldable screens to about 10 million units a year. And that is all going to be depending on the demand of these foldable phones. And we've definitely seen a lot of companies, especially in the Android world, whether we're talking about Huawei or even Samsung, attempt to create more and more foldable iPhones. And that's all because people have increasingly started to trust them, even though they definitely had a very rocky start of not being trustworthy enough. Now, the most important thing does matter to me which is the price point now we mm. did see that the samsung fold did go for around seven thousand dollars mm. and we do know that naturally iphone is more expensive than samsung can you imagine Apple. how, how so expensive are we would it be eight thousand nine thousand ten thousand dirham phone now for ten thousand dirhams you can buy a used car i know <laughs> you can buy a lot of things with ten thousand dirhams so it just comes into mind so i want to ask you guys four two one five door thought let us know how much do you think that this supposedly new foldable phone from Apple, what's the price point and is it going to be worth it or not? Is it going to be worth it? That's definitely a question worth asking. But let's move on to talk a little bit about a platform that is definitely one that we have been using. Many of us rely on Zoom video calls as a way to interact with friends and family safely during this pandemic. However, Zoom accounts have definitely had a very long history with privacy breaches from Zoom bombers and Zoom bombings to creating the Zoom 5.0 update mm. that was hopefully going to make our security a lot better. Um, but the latest updates coming from Zoom are the fact that Zoom accounts are becoming more secure with the introduction of the two-factor authentication system for all of their accounts. Yes, which will make it easier for admins and organizations to protect their users' data and even prevent security breaches. Now, we're going to tell you how to enable Zoom's two-factor authentication at the account level for password-based authentication, which all you got to do is sign into the Zoom dashboard, basically like anything for any other app that you mm -hmm. have, you have to have a two-factor authentication. Now, what you got to do is go to the navigation menu, click the advanced and then security, and make sure the sign in with the two-factor authentication option is enabled. Then you select one of these options to enable them, and all users in your account need to enable two-factor authentication for all the other users in the account. Now, one can choose users with specific roles and even users belonging to specific groups. So with two-factor authentication, Omnia organizations can reduce the risk of identity theft and security breaches by just adding an extra layer of security that does prevent bad actors from accessing accounts by guessing passwords or even guessing uh, an employee's or student's device's password. Mm -hmm. Now, we've seen a lot of breaches, Zoom bombing, uh, whatever it was in the, in, the, in the recent months because how Zoom was kind of uh, swept away about how much interaction they did get as a platform. But we all know that two-factor authentication is great when it comes to security. I have two-factor authentication on my, my 
email, mm-hmm. my Snapchat, everything you should have two-factor authentication because an extra layer of security is not bad. Yes, indeed. You can never have enough security. But once you actually sign up for the two-factor authentication, a code will be required by all of the users who are planning to use or hop on that Zoom call. So all of them will have to enter that code to be able to get on the call. And uh, with the two-factor authentication, you're definitely looking at a reduced risk of identity theft, no Zoom bombings happening, as well as preventing bad actors from accessing different accounts. Now, the two-factor authentication feature is absolutely free, which is phenomenal taking by or taking into consideration the amount of people who have been relying on Zoom and this is definitely going to be a benefit for all the schools who are relying on Zoom's video services for teaching remotely because in other on other platforms you would actually have to pay for a separate single sign-on service if you want to ensure security. Now uh, Zoom's two-factor authentication is definitely one of the most effective ways and definitely a free way to basically protect all of your users but the best part about it is it comes with different options so this uh, extra layer of security can either be through an authentication app like the google authenticator microsoft authenticator or free otp or you can even have a one-time code be sent to all of the people who are about to hop onto the zoom call either by sms or through a phone call which is what you typically would find whenever you're checking out uh, on a certain uh, website and would have a one t- or an OTP sent to you. Now, talking about how it's free. Now, Zoom did kind of release a premium service that they did say uh, was more security-wise mm. better. And they did say their free service was still great when it comes to security. But obviously, they did release that premium and say, hey, if you're not 100% uh, confident with us, you can pay a small fee, a subscription fee or whatever it was mm. to kind of have that premium security. But now, obviously, they're having that two-factor authentication with the free service so it should be good and we should see a reduce or a less type of uh, zoom breaching or zoom bombing yes indeed let us know are you still using zoom or ever since restrictions have been eased your use of zoom has decreased or are you a fan of any other video chat platform sharing your thoughts with us at 4215 door to salat or slide into our dms at pulse 95 radio but coming up on future talk Apple is working on their very own face mask. Would it potentially be called the eye mask? Who Mm. knows? But would you buy it? That is definitely a question worth asking. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Now, there's a saying that Apple could put their logo on an Apple and it would sell <laughs> directly. And a lot of people do speculate that anything that is Apple related will sell greatly and people will jump on it. So Apple's like, hey, listen, we're in a pandemic right now and masks are on the rise. So how about we design and develop a special face mask for our employees? Now, Apple has developed masks that the company is beginning to distribute to corporate and retail employees to limit the spread of COVID-19. Now, the, Apple, the Apple face mask is the first created in-house by Apple and the other which is called clear mask was sourced somewhere else now they did have two masks Mm -hmm. now Apple previously did make a different face shield for medical workers and did distribute millions of other masks across the healthcare sector now the question is would the regular customer the regular Apple fanboy or 
any person who loves Apple's products, would we be able to buy it? And the answer as of right now is sadly no. But Apple, Apple did say that the staff's face mask was being developed by the engineering and industrial designs team. So they are working on hopefully perfecting the mask. And the fact that they're actually uh, distributing it to their employees might just show that they are testing it out as of now. Now, what makes this uh, face mask unique, just like what we see with different Apple products, is their con constant and consistent testing of their products. So just like they would work on their iPhone and iPad devices, they are currently working on this face mask. Let's talk a little bit about the design of the face mask. So it's actually made up of three different layers that can filter any incoming and outgoing particles. The face mask can be washed, so it can actually be reused for as many as five times. Mm. So that's definitely going to be a little bit of a less load on the environment. In typical Apple style, the mask looks unique with large coverings on the top and the bottom for the wearer's nose and chin. It has adjustable strings to fit around a person's ear. But my favorite part out of it all is it actually comes in a box that looks very similar to what you would receive your iPhone in. That's what I'm going to talk about, Omnia. Now, we always know that Apple is great when it comes to their packaging. Mm. They, might, they make it in a nice, simple, yet sleek. elegant style. It's mm. very sleek. And it's kind of an experience when you buy an Apple product about the unboxing of mm. the product, it does give you that premium feel. And who wouldn't want to have a premium feel when it does come to a face mask? Now, Apple did confirm that, hey, yes, we do have a face mask, mm. but did conduct careful research and testing to find the right materials to filter that air properly while not disturbing the supply of medical personnel protective equipment. Now, Apple will start sending the Apple face mask to staff over the next two weeks. Now, we are saying that, and obviously, they did kind of clarify that, hey, listen, whatever we're using is not going to affect the medical sector mm. and whatever medical supplies we have been supplying to hospitals across the country, if not across the world. Now, I did tell you guys that there was two models. Yeah. Now, the clear mask is the first FDA-cleared surgical mask that is completely transparent. Now, it does show the full face, so people who are deaf or hard at hearing can hear better understand what the wearer is saying. Now, Omni and I did talk about a lot of gadgets, actually, mm. that were coming as clear masks or even the fishbowl and how important it was to have these type of masks uh, inclined with the pandemic because a lot of people do have hearing disabilities and especially when you're in a hospital and you're trying not to get too close to a person, they might have trouble hearing you and having that mask people can't read lips that well true so when you have a clear face mask a transparent face mask it does help when people do have disabilities mm. for them to understand you or the medical personnel much better absolutely and that's exactly why apple is working with washington-based university which specializes in educating the deaf and those who are hard of hearing so that they can make sure that they choose a clear mask that would work for almost everyone the company also tested it with employees in three apple stores and as of right now apple is also exploring its very own transparent mask options the question is or what might be going through the heads of many people right now is why is apple working on a transparent face mask mm. well we do know that a lot of people love going into the apple stores just to explore the different products that they have and try them out themselves so having the employees wear a transparent mask will actually help them communicate with 
all types of customers that come in. Whether they are, you know, people who don't suffer from any impairments, whether they were, uh, or even if they mm. were deaf or hard of hearing, they will still be able to communicate with all of Apple's employees. Now, before designing its own masks, Apple actually provided their employees with the standard cloth masks that we've been seeing all basically everywhere. Yes. Um, and they are offering the basic surgical masks to customers who visit the retail stores for getting while forgetting their own face masks at home. Yes, O'Neill. Now, with the COVID-19 pandemic, Apple did close a lot of its stores to battle the spread of COVID-19. But, I mean, we're nine months and ten months into yeah. this pandemic. Uh, things need to come back to normal. Again, we've talked about it time and time again that uh, we need to learn to live with COVID-19. Even though we are battling it, we need to learn how to live with COVID-19 but at the same time, not contract the virus. So what people are doing now, a lot of companies are doing, are taking the precaution and necess- necessary uh, precautions to battle COVID-19. And we're, we're saying now that a lot of things are reopening, but the, but the virus still does exist. Mm. So we do need to take care. And Apple is making that initiative. And a lot of companies across the world are making that initiative to say, hey, we can live with COVID-19, but at the same time, not spread it. Yes, indeed. Let us know. What do you think Apple would call its face mask if it were to make it available for everyone? Would it be called the eye mask? And would you buy it? Keep Pulse 95 Lock because coming up, we're talking all about Android and what they are doing in terms of updates to their operating system. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? For all Android users, the wait is over. Android 11's beta version is over and the actual release and the official launch of the Android 11 has finally come to town. And we're talking all about the final version of the new OS that has started to roll out for many owners of Pixel phones, uh, many of the Android-based operating system phones. Now, we need to we need to give a little bit of a what's it called? an announcement Mm. that this is definitely not the most revolutionary update that Google has come up with over the past few years but there are a few features that I think will bring a lot of ease to the lives of many Android users once that as Apple users we have been lucky enough to have experienced for a long time now yes Omnia now Google has actually created a new bubbles interface for messaging which will fold all your message notifications from various apps into one section of the notifications area. Now, uh, I kind of believe that it's 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 a nice update. Have I, you I, used Facebook Messenger? You don't I use ha- Facebook I have Messenger. Used, I see. I have the app on my phone. I kind you of see the bubble that comes I, up yes, from it. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I, I don't it, like it either. I find it weird and annoying. You know what I hate about it is mm. if you don't want to respond at the moment, and by mistake you click on the bubble, the the other person immediately sees that you just saw their message mm. and ignored. So. Android is planning to do that with all of their text messaging apps. (laughs) No thanks. But on top of that, Omnia, Android 11 is featuring a built-in screen recording for the first time. Now, it has been popular and essential for the iPhones for quite a while. Now, funny enough, Omnia, I Mm. did think that iPhone took from Android Mm. this idea to screen record. But, um, I mean, it is kind of a rare case of Android playing catch-up with an important feature because this feature is very important. Now, on top of that, long pressing the power button on your Android device will open up a quick hub for interacting with connected smart devices. 
so you don't have to go into their respective apps anymore. So they're mm. making it kind of easier to get into your smart devices. Now, Google did make some small privacy changes, though. Yes, indeed, they definitely did. Now they are allowing you to control exactly how many times can the apps on your phone access some of the most common features that we tend to grant access and we, we're very kind with granting access so yes. granting access to our location to our cameras to our uh, microphones is getting to become a privilege now because you can actually grant one-time camera one-time microphone and one-time location permission to all the apps that you have on your phone in case you only plan on using them uh, sporadically. So if you don't want to use them every single day and you don't want them to be tracking you without you knowing, now you can go ahead and give permission to those apps whenever you want to. But on top of that, apps that you haven't used recently will have their permissions automatically reset. So you will have to grant them once again if you feel like it. Now another feature that I saw uh, Android stealing from Apple is the latest widget feature. Yes. So they're actually creating their very own widgets to make it a lot easier for all of their users to organize the home screen in whatever way suits them best. Yes, Omnia. Now, I actually thought widgets were coming from Android as well, <laughs> but it turns out a lot of jailbroken devices, mm. jailbreak, uh, uh, jailbreak in general, is a, 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 a software that is illegal, by the way, for Apple. It's against their mm. terms and conditions uh, to kind of having that power to edit and download uh, unauthorized apps on your phone and does give you a kind of extra feature when it does come to your phones. Now, the, th the thing is with uh, widgets in general, mm. uh, I mean, they're very important, but I'm, 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 I'm kind of weirded out how Android took this long. And actually, Omnia, when we're going back and talking about the permissions that yeah. Android is doing, now I We've am. We've seen it in Apple for I, years now. I, I'm doing the iOS 14 beta mm. right now. I'm a beta tester, and I'm seeing every time I open any app, whether it is uh, it is a new app that I downloaded or 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 an old app that I did have, is going to ask me, "Would you like this uh, this app to access your pictures? Mm. If not, which pictures exactly? And if not those pictures, would you like them to access your microphone?" Now, Omnia, if you remember, a couple of months ago, not mm. weeks, months ago, mm -hmm. we talked about that little light that will be on yes. your phone. I do have that, so. So, for example, right now, if I open Snapchat yeah. and I record, so I record something, the light would actually notify people that the app yes, is accessing yes. their camera. If you can see right now, Omnia, mm. I'm going to show Omnia real quick. On the top left corner, there's a green dot. Wait. Oh, I see it. So it's yes. not actually it's, on the display. It's not it's on the display. It's, it's in on, the screen. Yeah, it's in green the screen. Green dot. Mm. Now, if I record, it's going to go to mm. yellow. Okay. And it's going to say that I'm using my microphone. Now, if I swipe up. It's still going to show me that, hey, a couple of seconds ago, that, Snapchat that. was using your camera. Okay. So you're, so, so you're going to know who's accessing mm. what, when and where. So this is a great feature on the iPhone, and I'm very excited to see what Android has in store. Now, when we see uh, Android and Apple kind of go head to head yeah. with each other, we do say that, hey, they're going to take from here, they're going to take from here, and in tally they're all going to come up and create something beautiful now that's the beauty of innovation and competition mm. when you have a good competitor you want to be better than your competition and the thing is it's like they're all catching up to the same exact features but at different times so android has a lot of features that apple has yet to catch up to and same thing with apple they have a lot of features that android is starting to copy and mm -hmm. implement in their very own operating system but uh, some of those updates that are coming to the android 11 may not 
seem, you know, very advanced or life-changing, but I definitely feel like they will ease a lot uh, of different, you know, day-to-day aspects that we may not have Mm -hmm. taken into consideration. Like, honestly, screen recording comes in handy so many times in my day-to-day life that I never thought Android did not have it yet. When you want to have, when you see a funny video on Instagram that you don't know how to download, you'll screen record it, crop it, and you're good to go. And even if you want to teach someone about how to implement a certain feature on their phone, having the screen recording option record your voice as you explain, that's something that Android is just catching up to. But I do believe, Omnia, that Android is implementing a screen share as well. Mm. So if you're an Android to Android, I can share my screen to you and show you what I'm doing instead of recording but i like it i do hope screen sharing does come to To apple Apple. as well and it's i think it's going to be integrated in that iMessage app but we're going to be taking a short break and when we come back we're talking about masks today we're talking about how lg is developing a battery run face mask you're listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 gadget of the day new tech you might want to play with New tech you might want to play with or even put on your face because we're talking about LG, the developer of TVs, smartphones, and anything that has to do with electronics is actually developing a battery-run face mask with an air purifier to fight COVID-19. Now, the company will start selling the mask in select markets towards quarter four of this year. Now, LG is a South Korean company and has developed a battery-powered face mask to ensure that fresh supply of air and address mm-hmm. breathing complications. Now, that mask is Omnia is called PuriCare. It's a wearable air purifier and comes with not one, but two air filters, which are similar to those used in home air purifiers and a special case that does infect the mask with ultraviolet light. Yes, it disinfects that mask with ultraviolet light. And that's what makes it a little bit more unique, which is the fact that you can reuse it multiple times, but that it can disinfect its own germs. At a time when all of us are seeking ways to make life a little safer and a lot more convenient, it's important that we're looking at face masks that would help us carry on with our day-to-day life, yet still be comfortable enough to wear. And, you know, Hani, we've talked about a lot of face masks in the past uh, a few months, ever since COVID-19 has become a part of our lives, from transparent masks to UV-emitting face masks. And now this LG air purifier face mask is one that has been hitting all social media platforms. Now, the PuriCare wearable air purifier is a very exciting uh, form of face mask simply because it gives you the hygiene benefits while still being a lot more comfortable than your typical surgical face mask. The mask, as you mentioned, will be available in the fourth quarter of the year in select markets. However, LG did not disclose what the price of that face mask Mm. will be. Now, when properly worn, the mask can actually stem the spread of the virus through the mouth by up to 90%. And that's according to a study that was conducted by a university that was helping out with the research of this mask. Yes, Omnia. Now, the market for protective gear is booming and companies are increasingly becoming more innovative as they seek to capitalize on the growing opportunities. Now, so far, Omnia, the global sale of disposable masks is set to increase by 166 billion dollars. And I spoke with my accountant (laughs) and he does say that rounds up to around 609.2 billion dollars this year alone. Now, in comparison 
to only $800 million in 2019. We're looking at an, a huge increase. And remember what I told you, Omnia. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade because protective gear is now the mandatory. Every person should have protective gear when they're coming out of their house, if they're in an, an environment where people are around them. Now, something that when I look at this mask, Omnia, it does bring something to mind. Mm. I don't know if you've watched Batman, mm. but <laughs> Bane, do you know who Bane is? The evil villain yes. from Batman. He was always wearing a mask, a face mask, which covered his nose and mouth. And because he had breathing problems, mm. he needed to have that face mask on. Now, the best part about the face mask, though, is how comfortable it is. You know, whenever we're going out with face masks, it's always hard to breathe with them on, especially if you're like going up the stairs or walking very fast. You, you do tend to feel like you're out of breath. But with this mask coming out of LG, you are getting a fan embedded within the mask. And that fan will adjust its speed based yes. on uh, how often do you take in a breath and how often do you exhale. So mm. it's going to basically be like having a fan and a mask merged into one. Now, the thing is that the device, the gadget does look pretty heavy. Mm. How is that going to come in play when we do know that masks are kind of connected when you put it on your ears? So when you have a mm. face mask, you're putting the string behind your ear. Now, how is that going to affect your ears? Are your mm. ears going to hurt? I've seen a lot of people I mean, complain about rashes they've yes. been getting behind their ears. A lot of people who say now they have a problem. Their ears are always outwards. Yeah, because Even of how they often take, they wear the face yes, mask. Yes, their, their ears are always outwards and another great thing about this gadget omnia is that people who wear glasses like myself mm -hmm. won't have their glasses fogged up because of this device definitely and to go back to the point that you mentioned about uh, the how heavy the mask is now that's definitely a big concern but lg did announce that they are going to be uh, basically implementing a very lightweight battery within the mask so the battery can actually allow the mask to last you to up to eight hours of operation in low mode and two hours on high mode mm. now whenever we're talking about low mode and high mode this is basically how fast the That's fan it, ladies and gentlemen. is operating what well, we've reached that level you got to charge your mask <laughs> quite literally but if you also want to know when should you change the filters of the mask because as we said it is reusable so it comes with filters that you will have to change and the best part about it is that these filters will or the mask will notify you when you need to change the filters through an app that will be associated with the mask on your Android and iOS mobile apps. Mm -hmm. So the mask even comes with its very own app. So I don't have my own app. <laughs> I don't even have my own app. I mean, a mask is do has their own app. I mean, I, I like the innovation. I mean, I like how we're seeing a lot of technological advancements when it comes to masks mm -hmm. and protective wear to fight against COVID-19. But you know what is advanced, Omnia? What is advanced? YouTube. Because YouTube. we're live on YouTube 24-7, uh, 365, and we're always here, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to see our faces, you got to jump on our Pulse95 YouTube channel. We're always live, whether it's Future Talk, Afternoon, Karak, Yalla Home, The Halftime Show, whatever show it is. You're Morning, gonna see us. We can't forget them. <laughs> of course, whatever it is, we're live, and you can see us laugh, have fun. You can see me winking at the camera every couple of seconds, just letting them know that, hey, I see you, ladies and gentlemen. Would you get this mask? I personally would. I feel like this is the most usable and most convenient face mask out of all that we've discussed on the show. But you got to stay tuned for tomorrow because we will be reviewing a few face masks and letting you know which ones are worth buying and which ones are just a little too 
too weird looking, if mm. we may say so ourselves. Um, future talk is coming to an end, but the dream team, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah from Afternoon Karak, will be coming on in just a few moments to give you a quick roundup yes. of everything that is happening in the entertainment industry. Hope you guys will have a great continuation of your day. We're signing off, going back to space. Future Talk, Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.